Welcome to another edition of Party Humor Podcast. I am Sean Anthony. I am Matt Framit. And damn it, Framit, how art thou? I'm trying to get sauced. Yeah? You haven't gotten there yet? Nah, I had chugged the one beer and now I'm chugging some vodka. Yeah, what kind of vodka are you chugging? So, I didn't go by the grocery store today because I didn't feel like it, because I was out of orange juice. But um, I found a stash of this Perrier-flavored fizzy waters, and this one happened to be flavored with strawberries. So I was like, nah, let me give it a shot. Fizzy water? Yeah. That sounds funny. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't think I'm going to make this a regular thing. Hmm. So I'm switching to uh, either vodka and fruit punch or whiskey and ginger ale after this. You're going to drink vodka, fruit punch, whiskey, and ginger ale tonight. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, not all together. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to switch to one or the other because this uh, Perrier strawberry stuff is it's a little weird. <laughs> Put it down. Got, but, uh, don't, you know, don't it'll, force it. It'll do the trick. That's funny. Ah, man, you do you you hear yourself gulp when you listen back to the podcast? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> so, I don't really take sips over here. Yeah, but I'm it's drinking, like you. It's with a purpose. <laughs> Trying to reach a certain state, right? Yeah. I guess I could get a straw. No, don't get a straw. That 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 would look girly. <laughs> it's just not. It doesn't go down as easy. That's funny. What are you drinking on? I'm sipping on Johnny Walker tonight. Mm. The Johnny Walker uh, red label on 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 the rocks. Yum. Mm-hmm. So what is new? Jeez. So much. <laughs> so much, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. Let's see. I just got a lot of big things going on. I got a lot of irons in the fire. I really don't care care to speak about. It. That's why I'm hesitant. Nah, that's fine. That's fine. You know, some big, some big things, man. I'm in like really, 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 yeah, big things, and um, I'm excited about it. But don't like you know, that, those. I don't want to talk about. That's fine. <clears throat> so why don't you start it off? Well, what's new with you? Um, what is new? More new toys. Stuff I didn't need, but I was like, it's a really good deal. It'll be a fun project, so I'm just going to buy this bass guitar, gut it, and improve it. Okay. So I ran down to Guitar Center after work to, to buy that. And what was it again that you bought? Oh, it's just a bass guitar. A cheap one that um, I can tear apart and 
rebuild with some better uh, pieces. Okay, so why do you do that? Is that a hobby of yours? Yeah, I've had a few successful successful ones where um, I've improved a little bit because it's you know I I bought a used Squire, which is like a low end beginner one, but they're actually turning out decent stuff. I don't play bass a lot, so I figured well, this is kind of um, specs that I wanted, but then again, I can still swap the neck for a better one, switch out some of the hardware and the electronics for high end stuff. What's so you know e- how what's easy now people go ahead go ahead. I was gonna say you know people will take their like crappy Hondas and they'll throw in like these crazy engines in them. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially what I'm doing with this thing. Yeah, I totally get what you're doing. Uh, I totally get it. What's easier to learn how to play, a guitar or a bass guitar? I don't know. Um, I started on guitar and then moved to bass about a year and a half. I started bass maybe two years after that. I mean, jumping from one to the other. I'm holding down single notes as a bass. Bass is just going to be rhythm, but and you know, doesn't have to be as intricate, but it was a nice already knowing guitar made learning bass a lot easier. And I actually sort of like halfway learned theory on bass. It was somehow easier to, it made me a better player. Cause you had to lock down those rhythms. Um, cause mm-hmm. usually some people can either do lead or rhythm and it's it kind of bass players get teased a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's just, uh, just because there's, <laughs> there's a tons of jokes out there, like how you know, as far as the groupies go, it's singers get the most, the guitar players get the second, and the drummer gets like one, and the, the keyboard or bass player get none at all, or something like that. It's jokes like that, or they <coughs> aren't real musicians and. That's Which, of course, fun. it's all in, you know, good fun. Yeah. So that'll be a fun thing to start. That's funny. Because I, I, I like to try the bass. I like to be the grain. Against... I mean, you've already got piano skills. I don't imagine it'd be difficult for you to pick up. Yeah. We're not considered real musicians, though. <laughs> there's some. There's a lot of. There's a lot of jokes. I'll have to share them with you offline. <laughs> I'll. will send you a few. I bet these. some. I bet some musicians would take that personal. You know, because mm-hmm. I. You know, I check out. Uh, I go to certain gigs every now and then. Check out uh, live bands. I mean, it's it's not a super serious. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Occupation. Set. It's not a serious occupation, so you can't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. Satire. Yeah. We all got to learn to laugh at ourselves. And I think especially if, if you play live music, you can have a different persona on stage and be a goofball up there and serious in real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I pretty much have two different personas. Also, been doing some research on equipment so we could do the uh, 
collaboration, you know, cause I need to get an interface. Mm-hmm. I talked to a buddy of mine who has a recording studio and I asked him for advice on what, I, what I'm going to need. And he told me everything. What did so he pre- tell you? Uh, he gave me an example of a, a focus, right? Is the brand that seems to be pretty popular. And he gave me two other names and also to get a certain microphone because I asked him about, you know, like I mentioned before, my concern was plugging direct into the interface to the computer or can I mic my amp that I love so much? And he says, yes, absolutely do that. So I'm stoked on that. And let me pull up his message because maybe you know these brands as well. He said, and also gave me the names of some software. Universal Audio is another one. He said that's a higher-end one or an Apogee. I've never heard of those two, but Apogee is very, very highly recommended. Are they yeah. expensive? Yes, but uh, it's 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 worth it though. Like it's yeah. from yeah everything that I hear from engineers. Yeah, Apogee. I'll look into that one then. I'll do some more shopping. It's one of a, a it's one of a few. You know what I'm saying that that what? are really really good. So one of that's, my concerns and is, and you probably can speak to this more. Is an interface one of those types of things where it's like a, a computer two years later, something better is going to come along? And I mean, how do they work? I mean, kind of know how they work, but is that kind of the case with those or not? Nah? No, it, all, all, all the interface does is transfer the analog audio into digital form for a computer. Okay. So, you know, the better quality that you get, you want to capture the most natural sound how it sounds an analog or you know however you you know record you know uh that quality you want to capture it because you got to understand when when waveform audio forms transform into a different form it it tends to lose its um authenticity it sounds sonically you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you know the better quality that you get it's going to come out in the recording, you know. So the other thing he mentioned was the software, and I don't know which one. He says Reaper or Pro Tools, and I think Pro Tools I've, I haven't used, but being in his studio, I kind of messed with it for a, a short time because at one point it was I had to record certain guitar parts, and he left me alone. He's like, here's how you do it. If you don't like it, hit this to redo it, and then he does his cut and pasting afterwards or whatever it is he does. Mm-hmm. So which do you use? Um, well, it's what do I have and what do I know? Cause I, I'm not using it. I'm not doing any music production at this point. Um, but what I have is studio one. And first of all, let me just say pro tools. You can't go wrong with pro tools. It's, okay. it's like, it's like a standard in the industry. Uh, as far as professionals, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's got a reputation for many, many... Like, when I first got into engineering, recording engineering, like, I was trained on Pro Tools, but it was a, the, the early version in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I didn't know the fun- been around that long. Yeah, but the fundamentals, you know, the fundamentals of, of software, of any kind of DAW that you, you know, that you implement, the fundamentals are the same. You just... It's just all about learning the um, the setup 
of each DAW, di- digital audio workspace. You know what I'm saying? It's just based on how okay. each are organized. Um, you know, so Pro Tools is one. Um, producers that I notice in the industry, they, they've over lately, over the recent years, this uh, software called Studio One is really, really, really f- phenomenal and it's very simple. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that expensive at all, you know, to buy and download it. <clears throat> you got the one, two, and three, Studio One, two, and three. And, um, and once you got it, you got it, you'll get the updates whenever they do you know, software updates. Oh, and then there's some, there, there's some others, you know, there's a few others. Um, you got to mention it to me and I'll add, you know, be able to, you know, off the top of my head right now, but those, you know, uh, Studio One, um, like I said, uh, Pro Tools, Fruit, Fruity Loops, Fruit, F, F, uh, Fruit Loops Studios, it was FLS or F, FLP, I forgot what they call it now, but that that's a good one. You know, that a lot of people use that FL, uh, Fruit, if you see Fruit Loops, anything FLP or FLS, I can't remember what it is right off the top of my head because... We're just drinking and seeing where it goes. Uh, but <laughs> FL Studios, that's what it is. FL Studios, I think it is. You know, Fruit Loop Studio. It used to be called Fruity Loops. But that, it, it, yeah, it's funny sounding. But it, it has evolved <laughs> and a lot of people use it, man. And, it, it, you know, if you use it right, you know, it, it, whatever you use, man, it's just about you, the creator. You know, whatever, you, if you can know, learn a software, and a lot of them are easy. You just figure out which one you feel comfortable with and you start to experiment and, 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 and create, you know, and add whatever you want to add and, and the different um, effect. And another key thing, when you're talking about recording, though, like these are tips that, that I've learned um, is that is the um, the VSTs, the the the. the um, the extensions, you know, the the uh, uh, add-ons. Yeah, man. Like it's 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 not about quantity. It's about the certain ones that the people in the professional industry use that separates the sound sonically. That you know, it sounds like when you hear it on a radio or when you stream a song. You know, compared to what you do in a studio, like it's a difference. You know. It's sonically, and it's certain VSTs that they use and a certain software that they are using. You know, it's the very intricate things. It's, it's very minimal. You don't need a lot. This is the dope thing about studios now is that you don't need a lot. You don't have to invest as much money as you would back, you know, 10, 15, and even 20 years ago, you know, in a home studio. Because you got to understand, like, I've had a home studio all up until about, maybe 11 years ago, you know, 12 years ago. And I stopped using it, you know, when I moved to Virginia, you know, I had everything and I, I just never used it again since I, you know, when I, once I moved to Virginia, um, or actually West Virginia, because I lived, I was in West Virginia, DC before I came into Virginia. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, my concern has always been being able to capture the same sound if I was to play it live. That's why I prefer to mic my amp because that's what I take with me. 
Yeah, he was telling me to get the Sure SM57. Now, see, Sure SM57 is a classic vocal microphone. Like, oh, you, shit. So it's that one. Those are like 200-something new, aren't they? But you're, you, you're getting a great quality. Yeah. He recommended that. That's old school. Like, I learned about that in engineering school. SM57 to 58, you know, all of those are classic, great. They're, they're, they've stood the test of time. See, that's what, what I love. That's why I, I like that type of equipment. That's why I have the some of the things I have, I buy them for that reason. Yeah. Oh, for some reason, I thought I had one of those, but no. I have access to one because we have one in our band room looking at it right now. Yeah. But I thought I had it. No, I have my own. I remember remember studying microphones when I went to to engineering school, man. And and it was a really, really dope thing. A lot of people don't understand microphones. Most people don't understand, you know, microphones. There's different microphones for different things. You can buy a microphone specifically for a kick drum, a snare drum. Yeah, I've got a kick in my hand right now. What is uh, Samson? You know, some microphones are just, you know, for amps, are good for amps. You know, some are good for voiceover. Some are good for singing. Some are good for for a choir. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, my different type that you did get into the polar patterns of microphones, like whether it's omnidirectional uh, or dynamic cardioid microphone. Like, these are different polar patterns in which microphones are designed you know, for specific purposes. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. The uh, the first recording session I did, this was probably maybe 2012. Um, the way he had my amp mic'd up, he had two different mics in two, in two different positions, one a little further away from the other. So I'm in the control room playing, and he's messing with the different sounds, and it's because I never really thought much about that stuff. I was just looking at having the best guitars and amps and whatnot. I never thought about all the other stuff until I went, and then he started showing me everything. So, yeah, I started to pay more attention, and now that um, tax season's coming, I wanted to <laughs> get our get our thing going. I was, I'm looking to invest in some of that equipment. So your first time recording in the studio was in 2012? I think so. That's dope, man. What studio was it? Where were, where were you at? Richmond? Yeah. This was, it was a, like a fledgling one that my buddy had just started, and now he's recently moved into a much larger facility where like the, it's a lot bigger than it was. It was like a couple rooms before, like above an office building. But he moved all the stuff out into a, a much bigger place. So I'm going to be looking to him as well for advice. And I'm hoping one day to lure him away from that. And he can you know, work on my property and keep doing his thing. Man, that's dope, man. Yeah, it's just a grueling process. It's not my favorite part about playing music. You know, eight-hour session playing the same three songs over and over again. I'm like, oh my god, it's it gets grueling. Mm-hmm. Man, 
damn, that's yeah, it's, we're gonna have some fun, man. Oh yeah, that's why I wanted to go ahead and like as of February, March, have some stuff so I can we, you and I can go back and forth with whatever it is we're gonna do and just drink and see where that goes. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! That's gonna be a fun experiment when we get going. Let the creative juices flow, man. Yep, that's what vodka does. <laughs> Is that what it is? It helps me. Honestly, it really does. If I try to write sober, it's I'll get frustrated and I'll come up with stuff that just I don't like. Because I'll listen back to it the next day. I'm like, this sucks. But if I'm, I have a decent buzz going, I'll have something that's actually worth keeping. Because it's normally I'll, I'll send stuff to my bandmates and they're most of the time they yay it. I don't get a whole lot of nays. Well, maybe you nope. should eat some mushrooms and release you of that anxiety. Those are hard to get a hold of down here, apparently. Why? I don't know, but people I've talked to it's it's, fun, it's fun guy. It's fun. It's fun. It's, it's, fun, it's fungus, man. Yeah. <laughs> how, how the hell are you gonna be hard? It's you can. It's fungi. Not a lot of people have it, from what I understand. I got one friend that tried. He got the spores and tried to do it at home, but I don't know what the hell happened to it. Apparently, you can order those from Europe. It's like, is that no man? Really, a good idea, or is that even real? But going to damn backyard and and fucking Chesterfield somewhere, man. Going to damn woods, forest. He ain't gonna do all of that. I know which ones. So yeah, man. Was there anything else, man, that that you wanted to bring up on the show? Other than, um, we've mentioned it before, but uh, we're actually looking at our calendars for, for reals, the best time to go to New Orleans. Actually, you know, planning vacation for next year versus what we've done in the past. We're just like, yeah, maybe we'll do it. Now we're, now we're actually looking at calendars to figure out when we can go. When do you look? One month. Uh, I think we landed like March or October. Mm. I'm I'm eager to get down there, so the sooner the better. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be March. Well, in that case, what I'll do is because um, that's bonus and tax time. I want to put that money away for just that purpose. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to get back with you on October because that's that's around the time of our anniversary, and that's what we did last this this year. Ah, uh, you know what I mean. So it might be someplace different. Um, we're gonna have to talk about it and see what we want to do next year. So, gotcha. Well, I think that's about time to wrap this baby up, man. Yep. Yeah, it's time for that refill anyway, so I'm gonna get get to work. Man, always a pleasure, bro. <coughs> <laughs> mm. uh. <coughs> Ooh. Yeah. <coughs> Until next time, my friend. 
next Monday. Yep. <coughs> Oof, potty humor. Excuse me. I should have spit that one out, but I, I swallowed. <laughs> I swallowed. I swallowed it, and I didn't want to. <laughs> uh, you want to put some context there, or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The phlegm. I said I, I fucking coughed and hocked the hoog, uh, loogie. I should have mm. hocked it. I should have hocked the loogie, but I there, didn't. There you go. <laughs> I swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> he swallowed. What is it? Nice people yeah. swallow. Isn't oh, that pause. That's what you say. Pause. <laughs> All right. Damn it, Framit. Get out of here, man. All righty. I'll talk to you next time. Yes, sir. Later. Later.